What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the God is Awesome podcast. Uh, we are so glad to have you here and listening to, you know, this is a, a podcast for a community of believers who think that God is awesome. If you don't know, if you're new here, my name is Aaron. I'll be your host today. And we are so excited to have one of my friends, guest, um, special guest, Arnell. Arnell, say what's up. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on, everybody out there? We are uh, like I'm so I'm so happy that um, you could be on this podcast and share your testimony. I know you've got a great one. Um, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, uh, be sure to hit a, uh, a like or an engagement or like a hashtag Go Arnell in the comment section below. If you're watching this on replay, which is probably most of us, um, go ahead and hit a hashtag replay on there so we know uh, we could kind of gauge on how much. Uh, when people are kind of watching and when it works for best for everyone else. If you have any questions for Arnell, please put them in the comments. I'm sure he'll be uh, more than willing. He's a pretty, pretty open book. I asked him, hey, is there anything off limits or anything? He's like, nah, man, I'm an open book to ask me about whatever. I was like, about anything, He's like whatever. So I am super excited about what we're going to be going through today. Arnell, um, let's start off with you. Let's get it off to you. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, how old you are, how long you've been a Christian, where you come from. Um, go ahead and get us started. Uh, yes, well, like you said, my name is Arnell Martin, uh, born in the Bronx of New York City, uh, raised in Sumter, South Carolina, uh, been there since I was five up to I was about 25, um, uh, been in Florida now about two years, okay. uh, really enjoying it, um, I've been, I grew up in the church all my life, uh, my yep. where, uh, church-going people. Uh, my father was a deacon. Uh, my mother, she sung. They actually had a gospel uh, group together. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Uh, so I've been knowing Christ all my life, pretty much, ever since a small kid. So you were a product of just good parenting? Uh, absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> so when when you were you were at five in the Bronx, where were you before that? Uh, no, I was, I, stayed, I, was, I was born in Bronx, lived there until I was five. Okay, gotcha. And then moved to South Carolina. Somewhere. South Carolina from five to. So uh, tell us a little bit about your home life. Uh, how was your? How was it growing up in the family with your parents? How was it? You know all that stuff. Yeah. Well, actually, I was adopted. Um, okay. By a family, uh, wonderful family, great family. I love my family. When uh, you say your mom and dad, you that's who you're referring to. Say that again. When you're saying your mom and dad, that's who you're referring to. Uh, yes, I. I I call my biological parents mom and dad as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But so who were you talking about uh, just a second ago? Just a second ago, I was talking about my parents that actually adopted me. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, my parents that actually adopted me that adopted me at uh, five months old. All right. They foster care me straight out of the hospital. Really? Yeah. And uh, I was I've been with them all my life. Uh, my my mother that raised me my. Uh, adopted mother, she passed away when I was nine. Mm. Uh, God rest her soul. Mm -hmm. And uh, my father that raised me, uh, her husband, uh, God rest his soul, he actually passed away. It'd be two years, I believe, on the 20th. I think that's when his funeral was. I don't believe that's the day of his death. But uh, yeah, in March on this uh -huh. month. Yeah. So I've been, I grew up, uh, I, I was blessed, man, uh, to be a kid uh, who was just given the uh, I, I would say a second chance. Yeah. I wasn't able to, I, our first chance was taken away from me uh, through adoption, but 
that was the best thing my biological parents could have ever did, man. Because uh, to grow up in the system or to grow up, you know, in the street or whatever, it could have been crazy. But so your, your biological parents, just mm -hmm. just tracking with you, gave you up for adoption instead of any other um, instead of any other option, right? Yeah. And so, and at five months old. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I was adopted at five months. They gave me up at birth. Oh, foster care. That's right. Yeah, they fought oh. me. parents that adopted me foster cared me first. Gotcha, gotcha. So how was that growing up as an, a you know kid who's adopted? Um, did you know you were adopted until like what age? Yeah, I found out I was adopted probably around the age of seven, maybe somewhere around there. Okay. Because um, my mom was still alive then, and um, yeah, but I grew up like every like his biological children. Like normal, like it, it, it like didn't. Normal. That was my dad. When him him and her, they were my dad was fifty nine when he adopted me and my mom was fifty seven. Man, see that's like that's like total Bible right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the adoption of sons. It's so it's beautiful. What what were the circumstances for your biological parents to give that up, to give up you for adoption? Uh, the best way to put it, just uh in the world, not able to take care of children. Okay. Um, you know, living in the world, doing worldly things. Okay. Just wasn't in a state to to bring on children. So I actually have a younger sister. She's two years younger than me. Uh, her name is Ashley, and uh, she was actually uh, foster cared and adopted to the same family I was. Oh, okay, cool. So I was lucky enough to grow up with my. Uh, I was able to grow up with my uh, with my uh, biological sister. Gotcha, gotcha. So that's what happens in life. <laughs> um, so you're, you're being uh, adopted. How did that shape you? How did, you? You said that was like, it didn't affect you that much, but how did that shape you growing up? Uh, maybe like what, when did that come to a head? Like you wanted to know about your biological parents? Like, yeah, like always, you know, like I feel like anybody who's, who's been adopted always has, has that desire in them to, know who their biological family is okay um but when i say the family that raised me were truly a blessing man because they taught me to never resent them wow yeah which is so important man because people grow up and they resent their the people who couldn't take care of them you know they really they, they just feel like they owe them something or something like that like why give me give me tell me why yeah but we grew up we grew up to never resent them, and uh, thank God. Because if if I did, I wouldn't have the relationship I have with them now. Yeah, man, your parents sound like quite the people. We need to have them on the podcast pretty soon, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just I couldn't imagine like it'd be so hard to like, you know, all these people are like adoption is they're not people aren't thinking about adoption. You know, people aren't thinking about giving it up. They're thinking about other things, and it's like, and then for a family to adopt you and then raise you as your own and then teach you to love and not hate. Mm -hmm. That's an awesome upbringing, man. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. and to them to be, they they were elders. They were senior citizens. <laughs> you know, when they adopted me, they yeah. already had kids. Fifty-seven. I, I grew up with their children's children. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So all my nieces and nephews are kind of like brothers and sisters. Yeah, for sure. Especially sure. my nieces. Yeah, I grew up with a lot of my. So nieces. you grew up uh, just loving God just throughout your whole childhood and stuff like that. Yep. Awesome. How was it when you first met your uh, biological parents? 
I was cool actually. Me and my uh, sister Ashley, the one I was telling you about, we were we were going to college together, and um, we actually had an apartment together, and um, we always had documentations of their names. Okay. And, um, we finally we went on Google, which led us to Facebook. Okay. Shout out to Facebook. Yep. Facebook led me to my biological mother, and I wrote her. No response yet. She wasn't really on social media like that then. And this is uh, this is about six years ago, almost six years now. And she really wasn't on social media. So I went through everybody who had her last name, and I just started writing people. Boom, boom, boom. Hey, how are you? You know. And it was this girl. She was around my age, and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna write her. Maybe you know, just let me just say, Hey, you might, you know, might just think I'm just being friendly or something like that. So she answered, and she and I was like, Hey, do you know Mary Foyset? Uh, that's, she was like, she's like, well, if that's your mom, then you're my brother. So I met my sister. <laughs> yeah. Who just met my mom, like a few years prior to that. Oh man. And she, she's 31, I think, or 30, 30 or 31. And she grew up with her biological brother, which is also my biological brother. Um, they grew up in the same household. Okay. And, um, she was like, hey, well, you also have another younger sister uh, who actually lived a state away from me, <laughs> which is a small world. And she was like, I have mom number. Do you want it? So I'm like, cool. Yes, I would take I love to take it. Uh, so I got the number called. She answered. She's like, who is this? And I was like, hey, is this Mary Foyset? Uh, she's like, yeah. I was like, uh, hey, my name is Arnell Martin. Uh, this is your son. I believe I'm your son. And she's like, what? Hold on. <laughs> she's like, hold on. I was like, and then she puts my father on the phone. My biological father is still together, 30, 31 to 32 years. Oh, man. Still together, yeah. And he, he gets on. He's like, hey, I'm so, I'm your father, uh, you know. And then he just starts going in his spill, you know. Just sorry we couldn't take care of you guys. And, all that so and then uh, like a month later no what what's all that what did what did they say like they were just like you know sorry we couldn't take we were we were just in the world not able we were not fit to take care of children um we didn't want you guys to be grown up living in hotels and stuff like that you know or living house to house we just thought the best thing to do was to put you guys up for adoption gotcha Mm -hmm. and and that was the best thing like god definitely like worked through your parents and grew up in church and you heard the gospel and mm-hmm. and i would have probably never got that yeah i would have never got that if god didn't, in that if god didn't make me uh if god didn't allow me to get adopted i would have never been able just probably i probably would have met him later on in life after i've been drugged through the mud sure sure but you were saved from a lot see that's the thing like a lot of people will be like, I mean, I don't have a crazy testimony or something, but that's like the testimony I want for my kids. You know what I mean? That's the kind of testimony I want for people. Like you just know the Lord, like your whole life. That's, that's, that's fantastic. So, um, how are your parents now? How is how's your relationship with, um, your, your, uh, not your, your biological parents are gone. Um, but how is your parents now? How is your my biological is it's like this, man. We're tight, man. Yeah. Um, you, the, the blessing out of, out of meeting them was, me growing up without a mother was a little hard, 
because uh, you know your father's he's, he's he's tough on his son. You know he wants his son to be a man. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I had an older sister. Uh, she was my adopted sister. She she kind of helped fill that void somewhat as well. Um, but then it was just like, oh man, another chance at mother of your love. Yeah. Yeah. And which is and you know sons we we so that's where we get our care from. Daughters usually get their care from their fathers. Mm-hmm. You know, but some some daughters do get their cares from their mothers. But mothers are usually stricter on their girls because, hey, I want you to grow up and be a strong woman. So they encourage that. And then, hey, I want you to grow up and be a strong man. And he encourages that. Yeah. Yeah. You need both. You need both for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know, crazy. It, it was it was great. And then now losing both parents is like. Who gets a second chance at having another set of parents? Yeah. Yeah. How was that? How was losing? Like what went through your head or heart what? at the age of nine really didn't know much okay um but two years ago man you know me and my father we had our ups and downs man but if i wish he can be here today man just to, just to hear the stuff that comes out of my mouth and see the changes i've made you know he always he, he always grew up positive he always you know i love you guys like you're my own yeah uh, you know he always encourages yeah so hey, uh, I want to give a quick shout out to any foster parents out there. I know it's, I mean, Arnell, I know it's hard, but Arnell is like a perfect example of why we need good Christian foster parents, good Christian people uh, willing to adopt, you know, these kids. I mean, it's just like shout out to all those parents out there. I mean, Absolutely, guys. Yeah. Um, so how is it walking with God now? I mean, how old are you, 27, you said? Uh, yeah, I'll be 28 in June. Okay, how's it uh, being a uh, a handsome single Christian man? Uh, you know, <laughs> figuring out life. Uh, What's going on with you, man? Yeah, all honesty, man, guys, it's uh, it's 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 not as easy as it looks. <laughs> how, do, <laughs> you know? how do you know? How do you say? <laughs> it's you not as easy as it looks, but it's 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 great, man. As in, sorry about that. I had a phone call. Uh, it, it's great, as in. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, dang it, I, my mind's drew blank off of the phone call. Uh, but being a Christian single man now at the age of 27, um, it's 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 all right, man. Um, What's your toughest struggle? What's the toughest struggle right now? Struggle, all honesty, is probably uh, temptation. Temptation. Lust. As yeah. a single man. Hey, if you're a single guy in here, um, and and you, we all know, right? We we all know as just regular guys, there's a lot of temptation, and a lot of lust, and a lot of sin, and a lot of programming in our hearts here that we might have been a part of culture or done ourselves. Um, let's, I mean, let's dive into it, man. We got the time, and I think this will be super helpful for anyone else out there. Arnell, like, I mean, you're a little bit older than some of some people that might be listening, or maybe a little bit younger, wherever, but. Can you speak to some of that? Like, what what's some of the temptations that you're facing? Some real tangible, specific things, and um, like, what are we? What are you talking about here? And how do you fight it? How do you combat it? Um, or do you not? And do you have to repent? Like, what's what's going on here? Yeah, it's I'm in like a a, a warfare with that. Um, cause it's just time. It's times where I fight it, man. And I'm good. I'm prayed up. Uh, um, I'm in the community with you guys. And it's times where I give in a little bit and mm-hmm. and I find myself on my knees asking God for forgiveness. Um, yeah. it's, it's just still, it's my, my advice to everyone is if it, 
if it doesn't seem right, then it probably ain't right. <laughs> Stay away from it. Don't put yourself in certain predicaments. Yeah. Um, I have a friend. Uh, he He's starting to become a motivational speaker, and he's a Christian, and he goes by the uh, name of Wayne's World. And um, he gave a testimony about that, and he that's what he was saying. He said, man, just don't put yourself in certain predicaments. You just... Just if you know it ain't godly, <laughs> stay away from it, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's this like line that we try to kind of uh, like try to tote <laughs> something like that. Yes, I've I've heard it put better. Like you can say you can say it's easier to say no to the door than it is to the girl. Yes, you know saying like you'd be going up to that door, just like nah, I can't put myself in this whole situation. Is what you're probably saying. Um, yeah. What What are some uh, like, what are some temptations, like, maybe, you know, what, like, uh, girls hollering at you, pornography, uh, weird yeah. things? Girls hollering at me, pornography is uh, one as well, yeah. But I, I try I, my best to stay away from that, man. Uh, I do pretty well, I would say, all honesty. How do you fight that kind of stuff? How do you fight, like, if, if I was, like, a 21-year-old guy, mm -hmm. hey, I'm struggling with the same stuff. Like, how do you fight? What do you, what do, you do in your life? What do you put in your life? Uh, you got to fast from social media, man. Dang, bro. So serious, man. Uh, you to hear that fast. Insta social Insta Instagram is is. I love Instagram, but man, it can be the root. Bro, it's like softcore porn sometimes, bro. I'm like I'm trying to tell you, I have to start on. I'll be on following people. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, no, I can't follow you. Nope, can't follow you. you know? No, and and it's not like any. I mean. We just know we're saying no at the door. We're saying no right there. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I'm just not even going to put it in my brain. Good freaking advice, Arnell. Yeah. Um, got anything else? Um, just pretty, hey, stay in your prayer, in your, in your prayer closet, man. Um, also, when you surround yourself around other Christians, uh, especially around your age, mm. as like redeem, uh, it takes it away. It, it, it reduces that uh, temptation because you're around people who's not even thinking about that, who's not even on that level. Yeah. Yeah. So the it keeps you focused. The community, like time and again, I hear mm -hmm. God's people, the church, the community have pulled me through, have protected yes. me. Yeah. Yes. Redeem has definitely pulled me through. You, uh, you talked to me a little earlier. You said um, I, I was in a slight depression. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. If, Depression seems like such a bad and strong word to me, mm -hmm. so I don't really use it because I feel like I won't allow myself to get in depression. And I used to think like, there's no way I could be depressed or something like that. But slowly, I was like, man, I just want to sit in the house. I don't want to do anything. And I'm not even thinking of it like that. But that was low key a depression because I'm a people's person. I'm a social guy. Yeah. And, um, so I just really didn't want to do anything. So it might not be like a clinical thing, but like just like your spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, my spirit. Yeah. Mm. What I happened? Remember. What put you it there? It was just, it was just. Uh, I would, I would say being here in a new area um, wasn't oh, making any friends. Yeah, I was here, and it happened in Florida. When you first yeah. moved here. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, not really. Wasn't really vibing with anybody, like connecting with anybody, um, and then uh, a breakup. So that kind of slumped that as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's what really caused that depression. And then I got out of that depression once I, in February of 2017, 18, I uh, went to Redeem. That's what, <laughs> that's what pulled it out. <laughs> yeah, honestly, man, uh, 
meeting, uh, talking to Saran and him telling me, hey, come come join us here, man. It was just, that was what I needed. Yeah. When I, I preach community, man, community is what we need, man. And you can't do anything on your own. Yeah, you can't do anything on your own, man. Yeah, you're right about that, man. You can't, yeah. It's just so funny. Tim Keller says that it friendship and community is like so like not necessary for survival as far as like biologically, but it's so necessary for survival in as far as like just kind of your spirit like being moved forward, being drawn to God and stuff like that. It's just, yeah. Yeah, man. You, I mean, you know how I feel about that, like community yeah. pulls you out of that kind of stuff. Yeah, because if you just sit there by yourself, man, you you kind of get an idle mind and then your mind's wondering this and that. And next you know, you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing. You got uh, you got any advice? You got anything to say about someone to someone about like uh, who might be a little lo- alone or feel like they've got no one around them? Um, Absolutely. Guys, I would say search for city groups, community groups. Uh just seek other Christians around your age. And um, even if you guys don't talk on a regular, just maybe meet up once a week or something like that and hang out. It's, you don't have to necessarily have a Bible study, but just go get food or something like that. You know, everything is better with food, you know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> did, you, did you feel like you didn't even want to make friends or is it just like, what Like, what was it? like? Yeah, it was just like, because when I, me moving here, my family is either older than me or younger than me mm. so it's like no middle and then the people that are around my age they have kids so it's, yeah. they're not really hanging out you know, they're kind of just yeah 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 well but I, I would say i've been in church since i've been here the whole time though but yeah, yeah. dude that's i mean like good deal finding a community uh, i mean it just happened to be ours but i mean if there's anyone out there like now said go i mean if you don't have a you know a community to plug into find one i mean mm-hmm. just make it pretty easy i think to find it um let's uh let's wrap this interview up um how's your life different now like uh being in a community being plugged in what motivates you what are you looking forward to what's god got planned for you um tell me a little bit about your future arno yeah so with this community this community that god brought me into has allowed me to break out of a shell Mm. Uh, I enjoy I have a talent and I was hiding that talent and um, I was going I was probably two or three weeks in somebody heard me saying it was like hey we need to get you up on stage worshiping and sure enough a few weeks later I was on stage worshiping and it's just been evolving man and growing and growing yeah and now I'm singing on Sundays man it's great you don't understand man um, one Sunday I mean one Thursday at Redeem I actually was filled with the Holy Spirit for the first time. Oh yeah. Honestly, man. Yeah, it was that I don't know if you remember it was that time. We actually prayed. We prayed right before then and we went on there. Uh we did worship and I forgot the words. Couldn't sing. And that was just God humbling me because at first I started singing for me. I have this talent. Ooh, I sound I sound kinda good. <laughs> but God had to bring me down a little bit and say, hey you're worshiping me. You're not worshiping yourself. Oh, so man. Ever since then, man, it's really been an eye-opener. And See, I just I just pray that. Help. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it was crazy, man. I really, bro, I've, I've never, you can just feel it in your bones, man. I, yeah. I, I felt it in my bones. And uh, I, like I was saying, I just pray that God continues to keep me closer. And um, 
I was even talking to Bill about, uh, well, he brought up uh, going to school to become a minister and all that, and we were talking about discipleship classes. Because um, I feel like in worship, you still need to know your word. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. Be, yeah, I mean, I, I love the singing part. Music ministers through me, uh, but you need more. You need more food. Yeah, man. You need like the right thinking of God uh, makes the right worship of God. You know, mm -hmm. it's just uh, that's real important. I'm glad you'll be in like some kind of discipleship though. But yeah, you. And if anyone needs to know, Arnell is a phenomenal, phenomenal singer, and God has definitely blessed you with a talent. Um, do you have anything to say to people who might be hiding or sitting on some secret talents that they could be using for the church, could be like worshiping God with, but, you know, just kind of hesitant on? You got something to say to, to that type of person? Yeah, I would say, man, I, it's I, I, want, I want everybody to relate how I relate, but everybody's not going to relate how I relate. So I would first say as me trying to get people to relate how I re relate is find that, that group, that community group, mm. you know, and then like when usually if you find a community group and they're really welcome, you can kind of be yourself a little bit. So you don't mind singing. Uh, you don't mind uh, spoken word. You don't mind playing the instrument or anything like that. But just go out there and try it, man. You know, if you're doing it for God, nobody can judge you. Yeah. Yeah, what's that, what's that lesson? You know, like doing something for yourself versus doing something for God. Like, what you got to say about that? Yeah, doing, doing something for yourself, you get no pleasure out of it, man. No pleasure at all. When I'm when I'm up there on stage worshiping, and I know it's for God, you can you get this feeling over your body, and it makes the worship even more better. Yeah, like you don't understand. Like you get to crying, and your hands get to shaking. Like you can you you know when you're worshiping God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, because yeah. his spirit his spirit fills the room, man. And it's not you, like, like being in church. You lose a it's, sense of yourself, you know what I mean? Yes, like, like I'm not thinking about myself. I'm thinking about connection up here. You do, and I want to close on this uh, for sure. Um, Pastor Michael Todd, he had a sermon. Uh, no, it wasn't Pastor Michael Todd. It was, it was another pastor. I apologize. Uh, he talked about worship. A lot okay. of us, when we worship, we worship with our eyes open, looking around, uh -huh. wondering what the next person is doing. But sometimes it's just better to close your eyes and lift your hands, man. Mm. Yeah. Remove the distractions. Remove the distractions, man. I'm trying to tell you. Your worship, yeah, I'm trying to, yeah. It's, it's nothing like when you're worshiping and the room gets filled with the Holy Spirit, man. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, Taylor, we're going to end that podcast right here. I'll with one last question, though. We, we finish it off with every, every podcast. Uh, Armel, please tell us all why you think God is awesome. I think God is awesome because without him, nothing's possible. Yeah. Honestly, without him, nothing's possible, man. I'd be down in the dumps if it wasn't for God, man. God God delivered me from from out the womb. He yes. brought me he brought me a wonderful family to raise me correctly, to raise yeah. me to be a man of God. Yeah. You know, and he gave me a beautiful talent that I'm going to use to worship him. Ah, amen. I thank, him. I thank him for that. Amen, bro. That's beautiful. Well, Arnell, thank you for joining us on this podcast. Yeah, everyone who's in the room, shout out to Levi, shout out to Dan uh, for joining us um, on the, you know, on the chat. If you are, again, if you're watching, give us a hashtag replay if you made it this far into the podcast. Give um, Arnell some props, a shout out and stuff. 
Um, thank you, Ashley, who's just uh, reacting to this thing. We got a lot of people in here. Um, I think that's my sister, the one that Ashley. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's your sister. We got Ashley in here. Um, shout out to you. Uh, we should probably get you on the podcast <laughs> soon, too. Um, again, thank you guys all. Be sure to like and share and invite people into the group. We were truly, really trying to build a community here. Um, and so, Arnell, thank you so much again for being on this podcast. Uh, we will Appreciate see you having me, man. Yeah, we'll see y'all next.